Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep, trouble getting to sleep? Welcome. I believe, I hope you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What is the rest? What do I mean? I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts. Uh, Thoughts we'll get to in a little while, but thoughts that are keeping you tossing and turning, whatever's running through your brain. I'm going to distract you from that. And and, and the safe place is also, I'm not going to try to get anything out of you while I do it. I'm not going to say, hey, by the way, well, you know, I'll ask you for a couple of them, but I'm not going to be like, hey, by the way, uh, before you fall asleep, if you know, please add a quarter to your uh, phone um, by micropayment, quarter of a quarter, which is uh, 25, 25, like six and a half cents maybe, or 6.25, I don't know, but I won't do that. What I'll just do is stuff like that, where I talk about stuff and you're kind of like, is he taught, is, is, is that English one, is it making, is that gibberish or real, two, I don't care, three. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, this guy's just going to talk about nothing important. Uh, but it sounds like it's somewhat um, logical-ish. So I'm going to kind of listen. But the main thing is, by some strange discovery, what I've discovered, maybe, is that the part of you that chatters away, I can, I might be able to hold a human being's attention, uh, you know, in a, in a you know, one-on-one situation, like, I might not be able to rivet you, be riveting, but the uh, part of your brain that goes blah, 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 the, the lesser chattering part of your brain, the fight-or-flight part of your brain, that I can keep that part entertained. So if there was another world, I would be like I could do stand-up or some, you know, um, one-man shows for your lizard brain, your mammalian brains, Um some sort of alternative universe if they were um, human. Well, it starts to deteriorate after that. But, um, like, I can hold that part of you's attention. So you don't have to. You can kind of listen to me. But the part of you that's worrying or think overthinking or, you know, writing your lists of uh, people to get back at in 2015, that part will listen to me. So And, and you'll sleep. So hopefully that's the ideal now, if you've never been here before, I just want you to know that this is not a serious podcast. We're here to do serious business, bore people to sleep, lull people to sleep, distract people to sleep. But the method I achieve it by, or the person conducting the uh, podcast, the casting, the person casting the pod here is not a, a um, I'm not normal. I'm a little bit, you know, different. So I'm going to apologize that, you know, if this is your first time here, give it a couple tries. I can't, this isn't 100% guaranteed fall asleep podcast. I'm here to help you fall asleep, hopefully, wholeheartedly, for my buddy Harry from the UK. Uh, that was, um, I'm here to help you fall asleep. I'm try, but I'm not going to guarantee I'm going to help you fall asleep. So try it, see if it works. But if I get, you know, if I, if I, if you're, I'm not your style, you know, let's just part ways. You know, you don't don't feel obligated to me, you know, and I apologize for wasting your time. Okay? So we're on an equal plane here. 
I'm casting the pod. You're receiving the pod. How come they don't call them pod receivers? You know, I'm podcasting. Oh, I guess they call them pod catchers. I guess I was wrong about that. Pod receivers. I guess that could be confusing, like you're in a pod, the two space age. So that's the podcast. We're on the web at www.sleepingmoviepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Facebook on there. I try to post sleep-related articles on Twitter. Bloopers on Facebook. You can get a – I have a nine-hour uh, super compilation of uh, one uh, series on YouTube. If you really need a podcast that's just going to run the whole night, you can just start playing that. And uh, that's about it. If you need to get hold of me, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Comment on the website or one of those other things. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. All right, hey, everybody, this is me. I guess technically I'm coming to you from the past, but this episode coming up is from the way past. This is the episode I lost on uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, well, you'll hear all the details coming up. So uh, here it is, uh, recovered and in, in completion. But I have some thank yous. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson over at SoundsLikeAnEarful.com. Does our music. Scotty and Jennifer, they do our iconic artwork. Well, or icons and artwork. Lord and Lady of the Podcast, they handle the scepters, the septas and the septons. And the uh, sept, sept, septentagenians or whatever, which maybe is like 70-year-old people, septentagenians. Is that a word? If it is, I love that word, septentagenian. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm a founding member of the septagenian club. Is septa seven? Seven? Oh, God. Anyway, we're off track of uh, Lord and Lady of watches that. We got the thunder from down under. You know, it's it's summer there, so they're probably out enjoying their summer, hopefully, and fun. You know, in their underwear, with clothes over it. You know, joking and creating. And then we got um, the silver tone, silver toning around. He's uh, hopefully soon. He'll be dropping tones like toning, tunes like toning. Don't no toes with you know toe 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 stuff gross totally gross yeah everybody else I want to thank some specific people I want to thank some new listeners that I just heard from Michelle oh I bumped the thing Michelle stylist Michi on Twitter Sarah I who is a bunny napper I admit possibly she's she of course is a of course, I'm not a bunny napper. That's what every bunny napper says. But I believe instead of taking bunnies, she's just napping near bunnies. Tyler Robertson, I'm not sure if he's listening to the podcast yet, but he interviewed our good buddy. Well, he attempted to interview Christy po- Chris Postal, po- who I call Posty Poo or Posty Posterson, who has a podcast, sounds like an earful.com. He's a talented, talented one day uh, I'll have money. And hopefully I can hire, you know, or work to, you know, contract out to Chris because he's a, he's a brilliant producer and podcast creator. So if you haven't checked out his podcast right now, there's a chance. But this Tyler Robertson fellow, who seems like a wonderful young young man, too, he's got podcasts about podcasts called For the Love of Podcasts. 
That's at fortheloveofpodcast.com. That's fortheloveofpodcast.com. And, you know, maybe, so that's nice, uh, given Posty, see, he was complimenting Posty, Posty, po- Postal, Christopher. And then Christopher said some nice stuff about us. So check out that, both of those, please. Uh, Sahil, I believe, Sahil, uh, Sahil Co, or Sahil C, said hi. Math Punk said hi. Math Punk was, uh, uh, said uh, something funny I don't have it in front of me. He said, you know, he was listening to the podcast. He was like, yeah, this is this is guy is not just like you know, nor you know, this guy's not a he's amusing somewhat, but he's not going to be putting me to sleep. You know, I just listen to his little banter, and then you know I've got my own things. And then he said he woke up. So you know, that's the magic of uh, you know geolocation on the podcast MP3 ID3. Uh, MD5ers that I add in there, and then I go to, you know, I use uh, ether gas. And so that's, sorry about that, Math Punk. I hope you're not allergic to ether gas. Uh, Jacquet, Trigger Happy NYC, said, said some nice stuff. Thank you. Stuart H., I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but he added us to some list on Twitter. My good buddy Faye over on Facebook's working and dropping some Moby Dick style knowledge on my head. I want to say hi to Tom, who also emailed me in addition to breaking all our records. And I also want to thank Megan R., who is a podcast listener. Now, I don't, Megan, I don't know if I've interacted with you or not. But thank you so much, Megan. Shared over at thefrisky.com. That's the frisky, as in, you know, feeling frisky or, uh, you know, kitty. Tom and his frisky cat. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, but over at thefrisky.com, she put you know for a for your weekend so selection of stuff to do, she put the podcast in there. Thank you, Megan. One listener, one one listener initiative. Thank you so much, and I'm glad you enjoy the podcast. And thank you all. Okay, and uh, thank you all. And also, we have I have one review to thank now. If you wrote this review, you gotta you gotta get and you listen to the podcast. I think I got a feeling the person that wrote this review listens to the podcast and they're hilarious. They we got a one star review from someone named I Hate Sleep that says we're the worst thing on the internet. It's true, and no, nobody go freaking out. This I think is either either this is like one of those kismet moments because just recently I was talking about how. It's good to get bad reviews for your podcast. Any podcast makers out there, this is my opinion. But, you know, I don't want all five-star reviews or four-star. And now, believe me, if you think I deserve a five- or four-star review, I want it. But if you have, I've seen a couple podcasts with all five-star reviews. And it makes me say, my stomach says, and this just might be me. Like we talk about, I'm nuts. Your stomach says, oh, boy, that person, oh, no. that's like Just like if you see a hotel, it's like $29 a night. And it has all four or five star reviews or you're buying something on Amazon and you're like, Was it, you know, where I want to see a three star review by some grouch that says, you know, these potato chips were too salty. You know, this was there's not enough vinegar in these salt and vinegar chips. And they say, OK, well, most people said there was a nice balance of salt and vinegar. This guy didn't. That makes me believe the people. That said, it was you. Know, you know what I'm saying? Does anybody, anybody, right? So, one, this is not anything for anybody to be bent out of shape about. But, but also, 
I think it maybe is a listener because this person says, I hate sleep. Otherwise, it is even funnier because so the person said we're the worst thing on the Internet, which would be awesome. Uh, to, like the worst movies of all time. Those people are infamous. So if this podcast was one of the worst things on the Internet, I could live with that. I, I'm more afraid of being like the most uh, disdained. I don't know what I'm afraid of, but being the worst thing on the Internet is no problem for me. But the fact that they hate sleep and they said it's true makes me think, now this is just my imagination going, is that maybe it's the Minimizers or somebody like that. Um, the Minimizers are like the Heat Meisers Minions. There's another name for them. Heat Minions? Heat Miners? Heat Miners or the Minimizers uh, got on there, got on the Internet and said, this pod, we hate this podcast. But if you if you were being funny, don't you know? Let me know. I think that's funny. If you hate sleep, and you you would hate this. If you hate sleep, you would hate this podcast. Ideally, like if you hated sleep and you love this podcast, hmm, you'd probably be, I'd be doing something wrong. So that's that. That's that. So that's the. Uh, I'm a little breathless here because I was so excited about that little fun. And then, uh, but so that's it. And let's uh, let me return you to your regularly scheduled program because I'm returning you. I'm going to send you back in time in some sense. Going to go back in time. Oh, that other lady that gave me a bad review hated 80s, 90s songs. That's an 80s song. So, so I'm going to go. You're going to go back in time to the uh, New Year's back to. So I'm sending you back to me, New Year's Eve, twenty to a year back in time ish. Calendar year, you're going back in time. I'll, I'll see you on the other side. Bye. All right, guys. Uh, it's uh, believe it or not, it's New Year's Eve or New Year's. Yes, yeah, New Year's evening. I think it's technically evening or almost evening. After New Year's after work, that's evening, but not New Year's Eve. Strange. It's like New Year's night. They should call. It, why don't they call it New Year's night? You know. Christmas, I guess they call it Christmas Eve, too, though. You got me. Um, but I'm here recording a show for you. Hey, last night I couldn't record it. Uh, Three-hour commute home due to uh, high winds. So that was fun. Actually, it's three and a half hours now I'm thinking about it. Maybe. I don't know. I have, I have uh, various points I went into, you know, the safe cave in my mind to retreat from reality. But anyway, that's not, neither here nor there. Not important. Uh because I had to listen to some other podcasts. Uh, what was my point? Oh, so uh, more, more. I guess I'm just a little. I feel like I'm a little whiny. I'm not though. This holiday season is uh, coming to a close, and, and to be honest with you, I've slept horribly during the holidays. Uh, a lot of tossing and turning, a lot of waking up, a lot of strange dreams. And a lot of that stuff going through my mind before I go to bed that we can all relate to. Um, and I don't bring this up to get anybody stirred out of proportion. Uh, just to tell you where I'm coming from, where this episode's coming from, because it's coming from my H-E-A-R-T, uh, kind of. Uh, I think I had a segue in there that I had thought of. But, you know, you get to the end of the year, it's uh, the last day evening afternoon late afternoon early evening of uh, 2014 yeah we've had a good run 2014 
you and I's podcast. And, um, um, but you know, at the end of the year, I don't know, for some reason my brain starts getting out of the present and going to either, you know, that's why I'm not sleeping so hot. It's like, it's thinking about the past and like, why didn't you do this? Or, oh boy, or remember when that happened? Oh, shame city, regret city, um, you know, resentment township, whatever the whole, and the, or thinking about the future. What, what, what's going to happen? What, what, what could go wrong next? What could go, you know, what, what, what could go right and then go wrong after it goes right, you know, which, which would be worse. So that's all run through my head. And I'll seek out breath because I'm, don't worry, I'm here to distract you from all that. I'm just, it was a setup for the story. Um, in honesty, honesty time, I, I'm, they say, um, I don't know what they say, but I, you know, uh, seriously, I'm not trying to, that's not a gimmick. I've been sleeping like crap. And, uh, so, but I don't know, it's hard to be honest with you guys sometimes and not want to stir you up or get you back to sleep. So let's just take a couple breaths. <sighs> And because uh, the thing is, I've been realizing is that it's a natural process just to think about the past and the future. Uh, human human beings, we do it, and um, it, it it's not the uh, it's not it doesn't have to be as disturbing as it always as you know it doesn't have to be that you know we don't have when you we think about the past, not something we have control over. Pretty pretty much, it's uh, that's pa- the past. And when you think about the future, that's in the future. None, nothing we can do about it tonight. Better to get a good night's sleep. But then I then you start to like mix in the imagination or dreaming. And I, I started well, one time. I started thinking about uh, this thing that this, this thing that happened to me. Is uh, I think I mentioned this before. This, this is a more more setup. So hopefully this will help you fall asleep. But uh, I think I mentioned my hair before. Um, now, and maybe I haven't, so this would be good. But I was born, I think I know, joked about it, because my father says I, I'm not, I don't have hair, I have fur. And uh, um, my hair is is incredibly straight and fine, in, incredibly straight. Now, you see, if you, no, I don't, I'm not going to send any hair samples out. I was going to offer that. But I'm, you know, re, re retracting the offer because that's that's a bad idea. Man, it's a criminal's dream. Hey, who wants a hair sample? Just send me an envelope. I'll put it in the envelope and send it to you. And you can set me up or, you know, splice my DNA, you know, create a monster. Dot. So but my hair is incredibly straight and incredibly fine, like an, an animal's fur. And my father used to always have fun with me and say, oh, he was, you know, why do you have fur? Uh, sometimes it'd be funny. Sometimes it'd be, I'd be like, well, why do I have fur? But it, uh, all my life, it, it's been a bit of a, um, I affected my self-esteem, I would say, because it means I could never have a good haircut. Cause not only is my hair fine and straight, but it grows. I think most people's hair, most people have a natural part. I was born 
you know, uh, spoiler alert, I guess. I was born without a natural part. I have no part because my hair grows uh, forward, like a bit like Sonic, uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog um, would be the best way to describe it. So my hair is in a perfectly straight, nearly. I mean, I'm serious. If you work in some sort of Belgian uh, weights and measures lab and you need something straight, give me give me a call because there's a good chance I could help you out. And it's incredibly thin, fine, and incredibly strange direction it grows in and it won't be parted. So as I've joked about before, for probably the first most of my life I had a bowl cut or like a, uh, what's it, Danny T- Torrance from, you know, like a a, bowl, like a a lame haircut where your hair just falls and they just trim it however the easiest way to trim it is. And I'm from a big family, so... I don't even know. Uh, we just get our haircuts as a group, I think. My mom didn't cut our hair, uh, thank goodness, because that would be just another. Um, it would be difficult to cut six kids' hair. Um, I cut my own hair, of course, many times. It didn't go well. But the thing is, once you hit an age close to puberty, probably prepubescent, be having a decent haircut becomes a thing at first you're like you're not aware or I guess I'm late to the game at everything so I didn't even know I had lame hair and then I tried to take extreme measures to deal with it I think uh buzz cut flat top grease I was a greaser and but not the cool kind like the last episode I was like um for a short period of time people were calling me McFly as in George McFly, not Marty McFly from Back to the Future, because I think that's what my haircut looked like. Now, I didn't even take it um, as an insult. I just took it as, I'll get you one day, uh, you person calling me McFly. Uh, but I, I didn't, uh, my, my self-esteem, was, I don't know, you know. So, um, and then, so that was like middle school, or grand, middle school probably, then in high school, I still tried. I tried forcing parts on. I tried forcing a middle part, um, and whatever. Now a fantasy of mine, which has only kind of happened, is that one day I'll meet a hair genius, and then they would just be like, "Okay, this is what you do." Now I haven't. Now as I got older, for a while, once I hit, once I stopped caring, once I was like broken, I did the uh, kind of like. Um, Maybe like uh, I don't know how to describe it, but I had like skate punk surfer, whatever, super long bangs that I'd you know fling around, whatever. Not 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 cool either. But at least I said, hey, I don't care, man. Uh, which didn't never helped me. Okay, and then I kept that hair maybe a year or two too long. I remember one time I, when I lived in Los Angeles, I was twenty two years old. And my hair was so whack that some guy said nice, like my bangs were so long, but my hair is so thin that this guy accused me of having a comb over, kind of like, what's his name, Uh, the Trump. And I was like, no, no, dude, my hair, I almost, that was almost trouble, or maybe it was trouble because it was at a bar. But um, even today, my hair... I still struggle with this. Not, not, and this isn't here nor there, but it's a long, 
boring, lulling setup to the story we're going to get to, or the, well, the New Year's pondering, because it's New Year's Eve, it's ponder time. So, um, even as this is still an unresolved thing, like mostly I get it, my hair cut short now, but I hate having my hair cut, obviously, from so many traumas. So, but luckily, I've become like a, what do you call it, idiosyncratic, uh, accepting of the idiosyncratic. And maybe one day I'll be rich. So then, whatever, I forgot the word for a rich, odd person. Idiosyncratic is like, Neutral, maybe, uh, but um, so whatever. I'm like, well, you know, I still like to get somewhere where people are like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, but one day, maybe some of you will see that I have fur. But at one point, uh, I was going to this Italian barber, Zizzo's, I think was the name of the barber. I think this was in high school, and we would all go to this, 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 I think his name was Frank. Frank Zizzo was his name, and uh, and don't don't sue me if you're still with us, Frank. And he was a very uh, Italian barber, very stereotypical, I mean, not to, like he was, but it was like a very um, Italian barber situation. And uh, he would uh, he had he had a tight curls, like almost like a perm. Now I don't know perm is not really a term that's bandied about anymore, and I don't know. So I don't know how many people that are listening even know what a perm is, but it's like when uh, like one of the Brady bunch or someone like when you have tight curls on your head, but you've uh, paid someone to curl them in a per. I guess it stands for permanent. I assume. But but you would uh, pay someone to put some chemicals in your hair and I assume rollers and such things, and your hair would become permanently curly for a while. Very, but not in a wait, not wavy, but tight, tight curls. And then that's what, how Frank's hair was. Other than that, this guy was cool. And actually, I seen a movie recently, and the guy reminded me of of him. It was somebody's father. Hmm. And maybe it'll come to me. He was a cool dude, great barber, very nice. Did a great job on everyone's hair but mine. Even and I remember at one point, and this is a, finally we're gonna get to something here. Is he said to me, you know, he'd always say to me, "Oh, your hair is so straight, man." What about a? I can't even do a, a Italian accent, but he would say, you know, what is that? and uh, he would he'd have a good laugh and he would do his best. My hair it didn't matter. It was gonna it was gonna be a bad haircut, anyway, because I had also had so many cowlicks. When your hair's this straight, your hair, you know it does what it wants. It's not gonna. But so whatever we would act. We had this little um, illusion, whatever you call it, like agreement. I would pretend he was gonna give me a decent haircut. He would do his best, and then I would go home and be like, oh well. well. Uh, and I would fantasize that I was going to finally get a good haircut and that my life would change for the better. But this one time he said to me, you know, what, as I'd grow my hair, he said, oh, what do you think uh, we give you a we give you a perm? And for a brief moment in time, I considered this idea of getting a, letting a, you know, I said, and he said, don't worry, it'll, it won't be tight cur- curls forever. It'll be like wavy. And I thought about um, a couple of my siblings that have 
somewhat with hair with just bends in it, not even curly hair, or my friends that had decent haircuts. And I said, is this what he's offering me? Is this perm a way to get, like, why, you know, will this bring me normalcy? I associated my haircut, along with a litany of other things, with all my problems or my issues. And I said, well, will this uh, perm, uh, will it change my life for the better? And I, and I held it. Now, there was one tiny part of me that was like, probably the sane part of me, that said, listen, man, look at his hair and then picture it on you. Like, he is like a Italian badass barber, and he looks pretty kind of ridiculous with the hair. So can you imagine that on you, uh, like with curly, tight curls, there's nothing tight or curly about you uh, or that, you know, that would go along with. And I said, hmm. So I said, no, Frank, not this time, man. But so, but then I'm starting to this New Year's and thinking about New Year's Eve and thinking about the past and the future. It got the broad of this thing is like, what would my life have been like? My life with a perm, if you will. What would my life have been like with a perm? Like, what if I had said yes to Frank and gotten that perm? Now let's just say I was 16 when I got the perm. Like a tight tight perm on, on, on me, what, 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 how would my life have changed? Would it have changed? What if I had embraced this perm? So I just thought I'd just ponder, what, 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 what would my life be like if I did that? And what if this was like some sort of magical perm? Let's say it, you know, let's cross over into the world, the gray world I like to lead you in of pure possibility, you know, imagination like what if this perm was a retroactive magical perm no 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 magical properties it didn't or or does it well i guess would be the question but retroactively i make the decision when i'm 16 to get a perm and it, it has echoes and vibrations like butterfly wings forward and backward in time and uh how, how would that change things and uh, what, like, like, what would have done for one thing? And we talk about this on a show more than once recently. My buddy, uh, Messi Mara, she was saying, you know, what, what's up with these teachers being so mean to you? So then that's one thing I think about and, sp- you know, spent a fortune on <sighs> professional help, you know, maybe, uh, of like, well, you know, so what, what about this perm? If I decide to get this perm, and then I was confronted. Now let me talk about the one of the first uh, battle scars. Now these are, you know, baby problems I'm going to give you. But I remember this one time, first grade. Teacher will be remain nameless, but I was. Uh, we we were given. We were. Um, we made our own flashcards. And we got index cards, and then we cut things out of our book, and we. Uh, glued them to the index cards on both sides and we had done all that and uh probably because the teacher was like you know why don't you guys do this but, you know some sort of tactile learning and saving her work now you know messy i'm mr messy so putting glue in my hands 
and that stuff is a bad idea. But I think at some point it was like not a like I, it was um, salvageable. My my cards. So then she handed out uh, plastic bags for all of us, uh, plastic sandwich bags to uh, to uh, uh, what do you call it? To put our uh, flashcards in, you know, to keep them, uh, you know, contained and uh, safe from the uh, elements, I guess. Now, for some reason, I remember I was sitting in the row closest to the windows, and I was further back. I was a ways back, and I decided, and again, I don't know what I was thinking. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be so bad. And this is going to be hilarious, but uh, uh, what I decided to do was inflate the bag. And I wanted to blame, you know, start placing blame, but most of my problems come from car- at this point in my life came from cartoons. And probably I had probably seen a clown or a clown-like character inflatable. Maybe it was Three Stooges. It could have not been a cartoon or the Little Rascals. But I decided to inflate this plastic bag and pop it. And when uh, when when I make these decisions, a lot of times there seems to be this cosmic uh, um, what do you call that? What it starts with a C coalescence, maybe. Of uh, so when I decided to pop this bag, not only did the bag pop, I think I might have had my I think I had my flashcards in it, and I must have the bag must have been designed in a way like a one-in-a-million bag. It was a one-in-a-million blow, and I don't pop bags, but this was a one-in-a-million pop. It made a shot like an explosion. The flashcards went everywhere. The bag uh, disintegrated practically, and the teacher was probably on the other side of the room. She heard this. It probably, to give her credit, might have taken like five, ten years off her life and but she went flew into this rage like uh she just went crazy and she's screaming at me and I'm I was uh, like I was tr- upset and she decides that my punishment after screaming at me is going to be to reassemble this plastic bag with tape and uh you know well, well I'm trying to put this plastic bag back together now but so well, let's reframe this whole situation uh, now, uh, you know, cause I was just like, oh, well, let's, let's roll into it with me as a, my life as a perm with a perm. So with if, if we're, we're putting together this thing, Hey, okay, let's uh, let me get into it. I don't even know. Yeah. Just, um, I got my, yeah. How you doing, Suze? Hey, I got my, uh, flashcards. You want, fl- want me to flash you my flashcards? Yeah. They're pretty nice. Yeah. But, um, I put mine off angle a little bit. Uh, and this look, if I do this, I made a cartoon in the right corner, you know, flip cartoon. Anyway, with teacher, we need, we need to pay attention. I don't know. If this, I, I guess I, you can't hear me, Susie, but something's coming up in me as I place these things in a bag. I'm getting an overwhelming urge to know it'll be like to pop the bag. I'm so curious. And I feel like blessed to be able to uh, put words to my feelings, but I still am watching myself as I inflate the bag and now as I pop it. And wow, that was really loud. And wow, the teacher, whoa, she's 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 upset. And uh, well, she's coming at me pretty hard. Uh, how how would it be best to handle this man? 
Let me just touch these curls. Oof, that's comforting. And it gives me a sense that uh, she's upset. And it probably has to do partially with the bag. And it wasn't my intention to upset her. And I'm just a child. So let's really... Oh, excuse me, ma'am, miss. Uh, you seem to be very upset and, and angry to the point where... Did, do you ever think about brushing your teeth after you eat that co- drink that coffee or the co- do you chew coffee grounds? Um, do you, excuse me, ma'am. I'm sorry. This is a, unrelated to this, but also distracting question to calm you down could make you angrier. Do you guys have dental insurance with your plan here at the school? Okay, yeah, that did make you angrier. Listen, I'm just you know I'm a first grader. And uh, no reason to scream at me like this. I popped the bag. I'll tell you right off the bat, I had no idea who was going to make that noise and pop so loudly and uh, upset everybody. I'm sure you were scared. I noticed uh, Willie wet his pants, but that could be unrelated to the popping of the bag because he does that. Uh, so, you know, you, you could, why don't you think up a fair punishment? Oh, okay. You're still screaming. Yeah, I'm going I'm to t- t- you know, pat, pat my head. Um, you want me to reassemble this bag with the scotch tape. Okay, let's, all, let's both take a breath here. No, you don't want to take a breath. Okay, well, you know, is there another adult we could uh, run this by? No. Who, who do I think I am? Listen, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to help us all deal with this situation. If you can look at the looks on the other kids' faces... I don't know if you're attempting to make an example out of me, but there's no reason to. I did something out of childhood curiosity, and you're coming at me like a freight train. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, uh, I'm just trying, you know, normally I would just be doing my best to endure this, but suddenly I feel like I'm shaking my head. These curls, they feel like, I feel like I got a head of slinkies. I'm sorry, you're still yelling. Uh, assembling a popped plastic bag. For some reason, this bag popped in such a magical way. It's tatters. So it just kind of seems like madness to attempt to, uh, and this is the only, I hear you. This is the only plastic bag you're going to give me. I get it. But I don't think I could reassemble it with this tape. If I could, the problem would be the inside of the bag or alternatively, the outside of the bag would have tape on it and be sticky which is, doesn't mix with uh, flashcards very well. And, uh, yeah, you know, I can see you're still upset. Uh, there's exactly 16 minutes left in this period, too, so we're going to have to get to a— Now, I will do that, and maybe that will be what calms you down, but that's not a solution. But if that's, like, as long as we're on the same page, because it's fine, I don't need a plastic bag. You just give me a rubber band. Even if these—I'll be honest with you— even if I put these in a plastic bag, as soon as they go on my desk or in my pocket or in my bag, they're going to be covered in juice and folded over on themselves. And if you take some time to analyze my cards, I probably did them the wrong way. Now, I'll tell you what, you know, this school's not interested in diagnosing me, but I definitely have some sort of uh, uh, probably uh, either uh, genetic or environmental thing with my brain going on. It operates in a slightly different way than not all other kids, but a lot of other kids, which makes this more difficult for me. And I know, you, you know, you, I know 
Deep down, you probably want to be understood. And I understand you're upset. You know, you got a kid popping bags here. You probably have too many kids. You don't get paid enough. You have whatever issues are going on with your breath and your teeth. And um, so so I understand. And I could tell, you know, so I, I definitely made this situation worse. I'm willing to accept that. But let's not make it worse by um, making me waste tape. To prove a point by waste about wasting something by wasting more uh, just doesn't seem. Oh, you seem calmer. Oh, you're just staring out the window now. You know what I'll do is I'll distract the class. Class, hey, I, I should have popped that bag. Wasn't a great idea. Didn't anybody get scared other than Will? Oh, Willie, you weren't scared. You were thinking about something. Okay. So I apologize to everybody. I shouldn't have, uh, you know, I was not trying to. Well, maybe deep down I was trying to get everyone's attention. But I know that it was just like something in me. It welled up. I, I lost control. I popped the bag. And I shouldn't have done that. And, uh, you know, if, if anybody, you know, you, you know, you know, let's uh, let's all take our cards and let's put them in a bag and let's do that fold over. These are the fold over bags. At some point soon, it'll be a price point where we could have the Ziploc bags, but not at this time. So everyone and everyone go ahead and put those in your desk. Put your heads down and uh, let's just uh, take a moment to breathe and smell our desks. Have you guys smelled your desk lately? Because usually at this, they smell good. And when your breath is on it, I don't know if anybody else gets into that, but it has the smell. You can smell the cleaner. You can smell a little bit of graphite, I believe, and uh, your own breath. You know, and uh, it's pleasant, and the and the humidity is good in the darkness. So let's all do that. So yeah, that would be one uh, uh, way that uh, maybe my life would be changed. But then someone like a physicist or a, a nuclear engineerist might say, well, what about unintended consequences? And so what if we, we, we go back there and then, you know, the teacher stares out the window and class comes to a close and it's time for a recess. And we go to recess and we're out on the playground and the kids start coming up to me. Hey, 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 what's up, man? Yeah, I'm just sitting here. Yeah, just uh, playing. You know, was pretending my hair was slinkies on these uh, monkey bars. I love the uh, uh, domed monkey playset, don't you? Oh, you want to you want to talk to me? Yeah, it was pretty upsetting. I know it was overwhelming when, when the teacher did get very upset. Oh, um. No, I comforted you. That's great. Uh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Well, yeah. If if anything comes up like that for you, and I'm in class, I'll be there to protect you. Um. What, what, oh wait, there's other. Oh hey, you're a second grader, right? Oh, you heard about what happened? Yeah, it was pop, I shouldn't have done it. I popped a bag. Wasn't a good idea. Oh, your teacher screamed in your face too. Wow. This, a lot of screaming going on here. Uh, more than you got other kids. Okay, I guess send send them by. Hey guys, you're a second. Oh, you got some third graders. Well, I thought this was uh. Oh yeah, I guess I thought this was K one and two. 
recess. Oh, no, the kindergartners, they have their own. Oh, there's a couple of kindergartners coming over here. Hey, guys. Oh, your teacher. I, I didn't. I think the kindergarten teacher is great. Oh, uh, you don't. Hmm. Okay, well. Uh, okay, third graders. How do, yeah, are, okay. Uh, your teacher's. Wait a second. Why the fourth grade? Fourth grade. Oh, you just want me to tell you what happened? I just uh, I said to the teacher, you know, let's not do this. Okay, why is the fifth? Why is the whole school's around me? Uh, okay, you guys want to touch my hair? Uh, you, you, you guys are walking out of school. You want me to? You, okay. I don't understand where how this word got around so fast. Uh, that uh, okay, sixth grader. Yeah, see if you can explain this. You, you guys are all. Hmm. How'd you guys find out about this so fast? How? Why is the whole school out here? Yeah. You guys, you guys heard that I, I I'm, I'm gonna put a stop to school. How? How? This doesn't make any sense. Okay, yeah, can you not? Yeah, I do have a crush on you, but please don't touch my hair like that. Um, in that way, it's not meant to be sprung. It's meant to be um, poofed, poofed, poofed. Oh, yeah, like that, like uh, raising the roof. Yeah, that's what I do. I raise the curls on this thing. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, guys, we we can't uh, all be out here. It's only recess. No one's going. You want me to go back into school and put a stop to school? Well, no, and I was just telling. It wasn't about the school. It was about um, uh, it was like me telling the teacher, "Hey, calm down. No need to yell." Uh, which we could all. I could teach you guys that skill and and recess. Maybe I could talk to the teachers or the principal, and we could like work on a um, conflict resolution. I think they call it. And I could teach you guys. It's not a big deal. You just say, "Hey, you know, I, I realize I did something wrong. This this is what I meant to do. I shouldn't have." You, you separate the people from the problem. Well, no. Sometimes the pe- I don't know. I guess I'm only in first grade. Wait a second. You're not sixth graders. You're. What are you yelling about? Why are you starting that trash can on fire? No, wait a second, guys. Why? What are you doing with those garden tools? You seem like uh, angry. You're never going back to school. What? What, what, what? Why are you guys shouting curls? You want me to go in there? And... I'm really confused. Like all I did was, uh, I didn't say the end school forever. No, no, don't shout that. Okay, where are you guys going? To McDonald's for what? Oh, no. So, hey, uh, yeah, I guess uh, those scientists were right. The kids are marching on McDonald's. They started some trash cans, and they're throwing stuff at the windows of the school. The teachers are wa- they're pointing at me. Oh, yeah, look at that. Raise the roof. My curls, raise the roof. Um, you know, the teachers love it. Well, I guess they don't. Oh dear. Uh, so uh, with flat, fast, fast. Okay, so flat. Okay, fast forward, flash forward about um, eighteen hours. Eighteen, yeah, eighteen hours from that point. 
uh, somehow uh, like some sort of uh, – sometimes they talk about it like some sort of – not an actual physical infection but like a mind infection spread between the kids. This was in Syracuse, New York. Within 24 hours, every kid in Syracuse, New York was not only they, 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 like not going to school but like McDonald's and Burger Kings were taken over. Kids were living there and uh, not – it was anarchy, but only for kids like six and under, sixth grade and under, which is like uh, six, uh, 12 years old. I think you are in sixth grade, maybe. Um, mayhem. And then it starts to spread. But none of the kids are think like they're not listening to me. They're just doing it. And then all of a sudden, but they're also like uh, acting like I'm the, the, the figurehead. And so then, like, uh, so, like, all of a sudden, like, uh, National Guard gets called, police stations. I'm on the news as, like, some sort of uh, brain uh, mind control, like, child genius leader. And they're talking about the bag popping. Kids are popping bags everywhere. Like, that's a symbol of the movement, I think. But no, no, at the same time, no one's listening. I'm like, hey, guys, this was just a whole... Uh, uh, this is another misunderstanding. And then they like, uh, the adults, they call me in for a meeting, but the adults, they won't like, they're like, why, you know, just like similar, uh, to this teacher, but on a much a greater and a more amplified scale, like the police department comes and meets with me, the, uh, some pol- local politicians and they say, what's wrong with you? And they're yelling. I say, Hey guys, like, you guys seem upset. You, you got all these kids. They're living in fast food restaurants, going from, you know, fast food re- franchisees are yelling at me. I say, I can see why you're upset. Also, I, 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 and they're like, why, why, what are you doing? Call off your hordes. You know, just tell them to go home. And so the parents are coming in and crying, saying, well, you know, and, they, and I'm like, no, 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 you're not listening. Like uh, all I did was pop a bag and apologize for it, and try to. I just tried to defuse the situation. And what? Well, now, one thing to note is like, how is this possible? What is this? This is nonsense. You're saying. Now I think uh, is that something like what? I don't think everybody was 100% tuned in because of my perm was so hypnotic. Like I think they were like slightly. Like they were watching the gyration of the curls as I would turn my head. And the way, because I have like that color hair, a brownish, a brownish, blondish. Nat, so it was like catching the sunlight and the and then when I would raise the roof curls, you know, curl bump. Uh, and I'd, sometimes I'd say that, which probably didn't help like what might um, give me any authority. So like that's how it's possible is it? so then the adults and I'm like, okay, well, we're not getting anywhere. I think the best thing to do is if we just take five and we'll, let's, let's set up a, okay, no, don't, you know, no, it won't be any arrests. These are children. I know children of the corn just came out. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you guys watch children of the corn too many times, but there's no children of the corn here. The corn's like out of town. I'm, I mean, this is a small city, but we have corn, but it's out outside of the city limits. So there's no children of the corn here, okay? Maybe in Warner's, 
but not here. Okay, so calm it down, and let's uh, let's re meet, reconvene, and I'll go check at the McDonald's. Wendy, I think they moved on to Wendy's now, and they're taking over the Wegman's candy aisles. And uh, you know, at some point, everybody's going to get tired and cranky, and then you guys could parent, you know, and then say, hey. You guys, why don't we go back home and, uh, you know, have some snuggle time? Okay, no, no, don't. Some of you, I'm not a monster. No, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to deal with this, uh, you know. Okay, we'll reconvene. Everybody just take a breath and stay calm. No, I am, see, so that's, uh, so uh, we broke the meeting. I went, went back to the McDonald's and the Burger Kings. So I went back to the you know, Wendy's and Burger Kings, and I try to say to the kids, you know, uh, you know, I broke off, you know, discussions with the adults till another time, but no one seemed to, it, no one seemed uh, worried, or I, I was worried because I was a bad guy, and I felt like no one understood the adults didn't understand me. The kids didn't seem, you know. They were mostly interested in getting under the ice cream machine and filling their mouths or just having fun. And it, it kind of looked like fun, but I'm like, this isn't going to end well. And, uh, and it, but I say, hey, guys, can we listen up? Everybody, you know, and then they would pop bags. And obviously fast food places are full of bags. Or they'd be like, uh, girls, 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 girls. And I realized I started to observe things. I was like, okay, let me just kick back here. And I saw that the kids with the curliest, curliest hair were kind of like treated with more respect like that. Like they were um, uh, powered by association by perm or near perm. And so I was like, huh. So then I was like, all right, everybody stop talking. It did not work. No one was listening to me. And I said, okay. Um, all right. Uh, who wants... A perm. Who wants hair like slinkies? And uh, it was like, boom, you could hear a pin drop. And I said, if there's no anybody that doesn't talk until tomorrow, I will give, give a perm to. And they said, uh, everyone was, you know, quiet and listening. I said, okay, no, no talking. I'm going to go out and eat some violent, the curly kids with the curly hair, everyone with the curly hair. You know, my curly hair, curly hair, my curly cues. You know, you know who you are. You guys come here. I'm going to send you out for some stuff at the stores that we've already taken over. And, uh, you know, I mean, this is like a whole city. And I I think it was nationwide. For some reason, the communication, I don't know if it was happening on some sort of uh, vibrational level or just kids, you know, kids get word around. I guess like. Kind of like some stuff you're like, how did they get so popular without advertising? Like I remember last Christmas it was those uh, rubber band jewelry things, whatever they were called. And I was like, well, I don't, well, I don't watch a whole lot of ads anyway, but it's like I didn't ever saw any ads for that, and it's everywhere. And now I'd say, oh, it was the Internet. And back then they'd say, oh, it was uh, those tin cans with wires. So that's probably that was what it was, was a lot of those tin can phones. But work got around, and we started to assemble a uh, 
a Wendy's that had not been totally looted, full of perm kits. Like, you know, kids were bringing them in, all the curly-haired kids from around the, around town. And uh, I said, you know, I said, you know, if you're, if spread the word, other cities, you know, assemble the perm kits and we'll get these perms together. I'm going to try to go talk to the adults again. Everybody, you know, no talking, you know, just take care of each other. Sixth graders, keep an eye on the first graders and the king, kindergarten kids. And amazingly, it was dist- probably disturbing to adults. Everything was fine. These, I mean, other than these kids were like stomach aches. Uh, it's only, it only been 48 hours or something. So it wasn't like any, you know, no injuries reported thus far. But of course, I didn't ask him, though. But, any, you know, any crying was just due to, like, uh, not winning at a game, like, uh, you know, pop the bag or um, I don't even know. I wasn't playing games because I was worried. I was trying to resolve this situation. So then I went back and met with the adults and uh, it was still nonsense. And I said, listen, can you guys get somebody here that uh, is calmer and maybe, you know, more apt to, you know. And the adults said, no, we have someone that, you know, you already, you know, the per- you're, and they send in my first grade teacher. And at first she comes in and, and she has those, like, glasses that change colors. Uh, and we were in a room with too much sunlight, so it was like they were, like, half sunglasses, which already makes somebody in uh uh, she was kind of still mad about the teeth breath thing. And I say, you know, why don't you leave us alone? And she says, uh, she said, they just closed the door. She said, listen, uh, uh, I got to apologize to you first off. She was like, I, this is crazy, this situation. But she's like, I shouldn't have, you know, I got some stuff going on. And I lost it today or well, she said, two days ago. And, I, you know. It was really strange. She's like, I had like this out of, when I was staring out the window before the kids started for recess, she's like, I had this like deja vu out of body experience. And I'm glad you stood up to me. But she's like, I've just been replaying everything that happened through my mind. And uh, she's like, something's not right. And she's like, I've been unable to put my finger on it. And, uh, and, and nail it down, but she's like, the way you said things uh, and, and turned the tables on me, she's like, hey, there's something weird about it, and I don't trust you, and I think you're up to something with these kids, and there's something that's, you know, that stinks here, and if you don't say anything about my breath, because that's not nice, I said, I know it's not nice, I'd like to apologize for that. It was an attempt to distract you because you were so angry. And listen, you flew into some hot rage. And, you know, I'm a first grader, so don't try to put it back on me because that's not right. But, uh, and, you know, I think you're imagining things that anything in this situation is strange. Have you noticed the way my curls catch the moonlight? And she said, there's something, I don't like those curls. They're too tight. And she's like, I chemi- you know, you're chemically altering your hair at your age. It's like getting a, like a girl with pierced ears in the first grade. Something diabolical about your curls. And I, that uh, uh, something again similar when I popped the bag. I laughed diabolically, 
And then she said her eyes like went wide with, um, I don't know, shock, fear, something. Because I was, and I was like, wait a second, what, what the heck? And uh, she stormed out of the room, and I was, I, I was alone, and I was like, man, uh, huh, that was weird. And then I was like starting to replay things. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay, I remember. Maybe it, maybe there's something I missed with the whole popping of the bag thing. So I was like, I remember the first time it happened, I kind of blacked out, you know, when the screaming and the reassembling a plastic bag, because I was like, maybe it was so traumatic and overwhelming. And then I was like, the second time it happened when I had the curly hair, I was like, okay, I was like, it, it happened in slow motion, right? The bag popped. And I watched everything unfold. And then I was like, can I watch it even in slower motion? And I was like, okay, wait a second. I'm looking over the class. They're looking at me. It's like I'm making a lot of eye contact. It's very confident and intimate too. And uh, huh, yeah, every kid in the classroom I made eye contact with in about four seconds. And I was like, I did do um, a couple hair flicks. And, you know, my hair vibrates on its own. It's, I guess, so curly. It's almost regenerative, regenerative perm. Man, maybe you should talk to the physicists that warned me about these unattended consequences. I was thinking in my head the whole time, like, is she, is she right? Is, are my, am I evil? Are my curls evil? Why, why am I having this strange experience, like, Am I, is there something wrong with me? And I'm you know, trying to replay the events, the whole thing. And I walked out of the classroom and I said, I need to go for a walk. And as I walked, there was like discarded perm containers, home perm kits everywhere. And I said, oh boy, this is the, uh, maybe she is right. There's people everywhere are going to have to, if their kids ever return home, they'll be with perms. They'll smell probably of perms because they didn't rinse or whatever they're supposed to do. Or I don't know, if you leave perm, I, I don't know. I began to touch my hair and think, well, is this where it all started? Is this where it went, went wrong, these curls? That as I lift them, I don't know, I feel good. I feel like... Did I say buoyant already? Buoyant. This curl's had a bounce. I think I did a curl bump, and it was like if you let go, you like. Uh, I thought back to my class, and I said, "Is this um, what is that called? Inertia? It's like I'm containing the energy, and boom, I'm letting it go. A little curl bounce. They they spring back." I said, maybe one day I'll understand that physical process that's happening. And then I heard a man crying. And I went down this uh, alley. And I saw this man there, and he looked familiar, like like this, a person I knew but different because he had this bowl cut, straight, perfectly straight hair. And my gut began to tingle. I said, oh, boy, okay, I get a... I said, uh, sir, are you okay? And he said, oh, no... No, everything's gone terribly wrong. And I said, I looked at him and I said, I've never seen a haircut that looks stranger on a human being. Like, that's not more unfit for anyone. 
And he said, have you looked in the mirror? I said, hmm, I don't remember if this, I have looked in the mirror. I said, I've had the, this, the last couple of days I've had, or is, I'm not even sure if it's been one day. It's like I'm in a dream. And uh, I said, what's your name? I'm uh, I'm um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Who are you? He said, I'm Frank. And I said, no. He said, yeah, Frank Zizzo. And I said, there's nothing Zizzo about that hair. It's more of like a... I said, my, you know, oh, no. I said, what, I said, what, what's happened? I said, you, you're the barber? He said, no, I, what, that's in, you know, par, parallel universes bending towards and away each other. And I said, what? I said, what are you talking about? I said, are you watching, watching too much Cosmos? And he said, what's that? I said, it hasn't been invented. They call it Nova right now. Great show. Uh, check it out. I think it's on at 8 o'clock on Tuesdays, maybe. And he said, oh, Nova. And I said, yeah, you know, Constantinople Lovra was one of my... And he said, what? And I said, I don't know, man, I'm so mixed up. And I stroked my curls, and he said, well, what? I said, he, said, I said, he said, tell me what happened. I said, tell me what happened to you. Why are you in an alley if you're a barber? And he said, uh, he said I don't know. He said, all of a sudden... Everything was going great. My life was on the straight and narrow. He's like, but I just couldn't deal with conflict. I kept everything bottled up. And he goes, this one day, this person got in my face and started screaming at me. And they said, you need to put every piece of hair back on my head. The way, you know, I don't like this haircut. I want to put all, I want you to put all the hair back on my head the way it was. And he, uh, he, he and he, I said, I can't do that, man. It's, uh, you know, not possible. And she said, I'm a woman, first of all, you nincompoop. Second of all, you will. Here's some Elmer's glue. Get to work. And he said, I was weeping, weeping. All my customers and my, my you know, compadres, other guys that worked for me were watching me weep. And I was racked with sobs. And this woman was berating me as I... Uh, Elmer glued her hair back on, and he's like, I knew it was pointless. And I said, Why didn't you say, uh, don't you, don't you guys, barbers have like a speech for bad haircuts, like a bad haircut speech? He said, Once I, uh, in another life, I did have a great, you know, oh, buddy, buddy, it's gonna grow back. That's what I, and for, for a kid, a guy. And he said, For a woman, I'd say, Oh, you know, I can see, ma'am, you're so upset. Wait, why don't you go home and give it a couple of days? We could try to, you know, tune it up. Otherwise, you know, it'll be, it's going to grow back. And I said, well, why didn't you say that to her? I said, you know, there's no shouting in my barbershop. He goes, well, I like to shout. I used to. Said, well, well, no, I haven't shouted in years. This is, and his hair was just hanging so, like, limply and thin. It was so thin and, and silky and just uh, plain. Unlike my, I shook my head, and again, it was like there was mist in it. It was mist, like, flopped up in the air and reflected rainbows everywhere. And he said, well, you know, there's only something I could do. And I said, well, so let's see. You, you, got, you know, you needed some conflict resolution there, and you got to stand up for yourself, assert, 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 assert. and, uh, you know, that's what you got to do, Frank.
can't let people push you around and break your spirit. Did someone break your spirit when you were younger? You're supposed to have that happen when you're young. And if someone would have taught you, you know, to just do like a curl bump and say, you know, leave this, you know, this is just a haircut, ma'am. I'm saying, I know you're upset. I know you might have a, your first date. And did she have coffee breath, like mixed with uh, this kitty litter smell? He said, oh, yes. Oh. I said, yeah, I know who it is. I got a pretty good idea. The thing is, Frank, you got me in a tough spot here because I know what I'm supposed to do is just switch hair with you. I can tell the way the story goes is pretty, pretty apparent. You know, we switch hair. You go back to your life, you know, being Frank Zizzo's a barber. Beloved, pillar of community, presser of groin against hands, you know, cutter of hair. You know, the teller of jokes, you, you, you know, just smoother than smooth. It was an Amy Poehler movie. There was a guy in an Amy Poehler movie that looked like you. I think it was Amy Poehler. She was talking to you. You were her dad. You were in a choir, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I can't get it, Frank. But you're such a you're such a cool guy. But you, I, I can't. The problem is. And I don't know where this, all this hair stuff comes from, Frank, is that uh, I'm on a journey now, and I can't turn back. I, I've touched these curls. And, uh, you know, as uh, uh, you know, the cosmos, the master of the cosmos would say, uh, his star, talking to Star Talk with, uh, you know, the, 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 he had, had this, none of this has been invented yet, but, you know, if the universe are going to bend, they're going to bend away. If they're going to bend and intersect, they'll intersect. But I, I got, I've got i lived my life, you know, I've lived my life with that straight hair, Frank. And, uh, uh, well, you know what, maybe, you know, and I, I want to resolve conflicts for these kids, the kids of the world. They need someone with curly hair to, uh, and he started, you know, he was, he was Catholic upbringing too, and he called me a demon demon I'm not a, and something and I said yeah no I said, I've been told that already a few times today then these curls are evil and you know, maybe this is the evil you curl you know evil hair universe that I'm in but anyway I'll, are you gonna stay in this alley for a while and he said oh and he started weeping again and then I realized he had hair um and Elmer's glue on his fingers and I said, wow, this is terrible. It smells like kitty litter and coffee mixed together. I scooped him up my arms. I said, come on, Frank, come with me. And we went to a Wendy's not far from the alley. And it was lunacy, kids in perms. Kids had been to some pool, so half their perms were green, just like the old rumors say. And I said, kids, gather around. Let me put Frank here on the uh, counter. And uh, let's slide him under the ice cream machine, give him 40 cc's of ice cream. And we gave him that. And then I said, uh, you know, wow, I'd like to trust. So then I got under the ice cream machine. And I said, well, you guys make good ice cream. It's a tiny taste of perm in there, but nothing, nothing probably to worry about. And I said, Frank, man, um, you know, I, what we're going to do is we're going to give you a perm. Frank's got some bad hair. Uh, kids, give me a perm kit quick. 
And we gave Frank a permit, and all of a sudden it was like he ch- he just leapt up, washed his hands, he was gone. Uh, and I said, you know, you're going to have to do this, you know, everything. Was, you know, and he said, how could I repay you? Oh, he kissed me, you know, the two-cheek kiss that you, you see in the movies. He gave me one of those double, che- you know, cheek, cheek, kiss, kiss. And I said, well, listen, Frank, we got a bunch of problems with adults here. And I don't know if it's the power of the perm, uh, but, but these kids, uh, you got to say, hey, these kids aren't evil. They're just trying to, uh, you know, being a kid's like a coil under compression. Maybe being adult teachers like that, too. We got to let the curls go, okay? So I need you to spread the word to the adults. Kids, did you hear me? Gather around. It's speech time. Uh, we're, we're, uh, enough ice cream and, and we got to go home. Your parents think you become the children of the corn, which we know isn't true. You know, candy corn. I say, yeah, and a couple of kids liked that joke. Oddly enough, the kids that were like eating the candy corn, they did not like it. But, uh, and I said, you know, we'll just return to our homes, bring your curls and, and, uh, the symbol of the curls because the perms are probably going to be not work. Some of you probably need shaved heads. And uh, we quickly became, kids went home, uh, candy crash, uh, That's and that's what they called it, the candy crash of uh, oh, 80, 90, um, famously flipped, you know, slipped under the rug in Syracuse, but I kept my perm. And I went back to my life, but I with a perm, my life with a perm. And then over the next, it was like miraculously everyone kind of forgot about it. I think what they said, I talked to the scientist uh, who formerly watched Nova and currently may watch Cosmos. He said, uh, he said, oh yeah, that, um, that perm chemical they banned back in the 90-odd-80s, odd-80s, um, he said that caused like you know madness. Uh, so probably it wears off, but you're you call it global transient global amnesia. So he's like everyone probably forgot about that whole thing. So I went back to my life as a person, the same person I was, but slightly different. I guess in some sense you'd say I was, you know, in body the same, but I don't know how to describe it. I'm not. Um, that was it. Return to that life. You know, there's more tales maybe to come on my life as a perm, but that was a you know complicated of unintended consequences of con- you know kids that are listening. Don't get a perm, kids. I don't even. I think they are illegal now, but don't anyway, uh, because this, this was just like a fi- figure, not figurative in the story, but you know it's not going to solve any problems. It's only they say perm permanent. But it's not okay for one. But mine was I. Uh, hmm. uh, that's one point one point two, conflict resolution, diffusing situations. Adults might like that less. Uh, so that's another thing to think about. Uh, yeah, it, it probably they'll return. You know, it's the kind of thing that can upset the uh, socioeconomic cultural, industrial, military, industrial, 
uh, Zionist uh, conspiracy stuff. So we don't, you know, or overturn the apple cart, as we say to each other. And uh, they're not going to like that. But, you know, maybe they, I don't, hmm. What's that point in there? But, you know, it's time for bed is what it is, kids. You know, perm or no perm. Smell of perm on your pillow. Smell of perm on your pillow says it's time to sleep. So go to bed now. And please don't make a peep. Okay, so don't worry about um stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Good night.